0: i can from the fight, go, for Because
1: I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm my way. So you can go kick my stack, build what I want to. Kick rock. A lot of shit to say, So i this every day. Shit, is
2: this Eminem? Fuck, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is Nefix no. From LA Not, a, not Eminem uh, He's pretty good though This guy uh... I can't hear you Turn that shit down It's loud
3: Man, I'm all the way at the end <laughs> Oh, barely, I barely got any room left Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now That's better Right. Well, this guy, this guy's out of LA. It used to be a duo, but they broke up, and one guy still rocks it, touring by himself.
2: Sounds like Eminem. Hey guys, welcome this to Broish. Cool. Okay. To go. No, go ahead. You're fine. Do, do the <laughs> intro again. One more
3: time. Welcome to Broish. Two brothers talking Notre Dame football. I'm your host, Maddox, and my brother, Clutch. Notre Dame basketball too. And Notre Dame basketball, yeah, uh, we, got yeah. A, we got a few choice words to say about Notre Dame basketball. Uh, choice, a little bit. Four-letter words. All right, just cut that music right up. Cut it out. Um, Notre Dame football, big news this week. We got our
2: offensive coordinator. Uh, boo. boo!
3: Do we have booze? Do we have booze
2: from the soundtrack? From the soundboard?
3: Let's see. How about this? See, now it's so low. Oh, there we go. A
2: little little burp fart. Yeah.
3: Or how about just a nice wet fart? That's what it feels like. That's an old man fart right there. And that's what Mike Denbrock is. He is
2: old. Good Lord. That's a long one.
1: (laughs) Good
3: Lord. That was a big one. (laughs) That's a Bruce fart. It's still going. (laughs) It's still going. (laughs) Did you hit it again? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. no i didn't it's still going it's 40 seconds <laughs> oh it's
2: like denbrock in the morning with his day going gets his uh <laughs> gets his cu- cup of coffee he takes it black you don't you don't have any of that milk or cream or sugar in it and it just rips one of those <laughs> <ways>. wow man <laughs> i'll take it out of you all right now we're getting ready now we're ready
3: den-brock. after that long one mike denbrock so mike denbrock Long time, long time, uh, offensive coordinator. He, uh, he worked under Brian Kelly for at least nine years. Um, a few of those years in Grand Valley, right. Um, in a couple of, Cincinnati, am I correct about yep. that? And, uh, and then to add Notre Dame. Um, so but at Notre Dame, he wasn't, he was actually under Tyrone Willingham at one point. So I think we talked yes. about this last week. Um, what do you think? I mean, the fact is, is that we didn't go for young blood. We went for the number one rated offensive coordinator in the country last year, or this year. This really year, this year, and he, he had the number one offense, number one mm. offense, and he had the Heisman Trophy winner with uh, Jaden Daniels. Um, I I don't I don't know. I mean, so you got you got great players he did really well Jaden Daniels it, the dude is good I mean he didn't he give birth to the arc.
2: motherfucker so it's not like So no. I just you know it's I don't know um let's just take a look
3: just real quick um at some stats uh LSU stats
2: he was only there what two years I don't yeah I don't it's is it the athletes I don't know and he was. Don't forget, he was the second choice. Who was the first choice?
3: I'm sorry. Was there a first? For
2: LSU, when when.
3: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, Tommy, Tommy. Reese. So yeah, so I, so Denbrock was at Cincinnati,
2: still, mm-hmm. correct?
3: Yep. And uh, was he, or did he? Uh, was he? Did he take a couple of years off? No, I think he was there. Anyways, long story short, yes, he was a second choice because Tommy Reese, young guy, um, Notre Dame was going to, you know, everyone thought he was going to follow Brian Kelly to uh, to LSU, and he didn't. Stayed with Notre Dame for a year, and then obviously took that uh, Alabama job when it was offered to him. And not a lot of people like Tommy Reese coming uh, coming to Alabama. Um, First few games, he did not... Farewell! Uh, a lot of people wanted him out, and then all of a sudden they started rocking it, and now they've made the college football playoffs. They play Michigan on Christmas Eve. This is actually Christmas Eve Eve or Festivus for the rest of us, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, Festivus. Uh, yeah, Seinfeld fans. Um, anyways, uh, we we got Mike Dembrock. I don't know. I maybe the guy's sixty years old. He's been around for a long time. Why did he come to Notre Dame? I have no idea. I think he likes it up here. The fact is, is that you just had the number one offense in the country and the Heisman Trophy winner. What did you decide to do? Come back to Notre Dame.
2: Yeah, I think, well, he don't forget, he, he's from Homer, Michigan. Uh, I've heard that his, some of his family is still up in this area of Michigan or in this area uh, close to South Bend, so um and somebody even mentioned that he enjoys the weather up here which is apparently he's smoking too much crack or something cuz I
3: usually when you get old you come down, down
2: to the south to retire right.
3: right so i i don't i don't get it um let's look at some of the stats so um if i fucking actually no i should have pulled this up on my other computer but so you're not going to see him i'm just going to tell you anyways points per game 46.4 46.4 points per game. Okay. Uh, let's see Keep now. in mind, this points is the SEC,
2: off- folks, too. This isn't uh, ACC play.
3: Correct. Rushing. Uh, let's see here. Rushing yards. Gained rushing yards. 2,600 rushing yards. No, I'm sorry. 2,500 rushing yards. Uh, da, 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 lost rushing yards. Looks like they lost about 2,600. What? That doesn't make sense. What's the net? Don't they have a net? I don't see if they have a net. This is weird. Average let's just go average. Average per game. 213 yards rushing. 32 touchdowns, rushing, touchdowns, passing. That's where they were the best. Uh, they had 334 yards average per game uh, passing. 41 touchdowns thrown. Not bad. I mean, that's pretty damn even, right? Yeah. 213 yards rushing, a little more heavy on the passing, but still you're averaging, averaging 500 yards per game. Not bad. Again, it's talent. It's SEC talent. This is Notre Dame talent. Not saying that's different, but it it is. To me, it is. I don't think you can weigh SEC talent with Notre Dame talent. It just doesn't. I, I don't know. I, I think LSU has more talent, but so why did the OC leave? Why did right. Den Brock leave? I have no idea, no clue. I, I think maybe it was just, you know, he's old and he wants to be up here. Right, right. And, he, and I, I also heard he loved Notre Dame. He loves Notre Dame. Maybe he loves the culture. Who knows? Right. And or maybe
2: he just doesn't like Brian Kelly. I yeah, could, could be it, be it too. To yeah. I mean he played uh yeah, no, he didn't play for Kelly. He didn't work with Kelly before, did he? That's right. We keep thinking he did, but he had not. He it was all Willingham and left, right? I believe. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. So the the other big news this week was uh Notre
3: Dame's signing day. I think they ended up 10th overall. Yep. 10th, 10th overall, eighth. not that was
2: 8th. No. Do oh did they jump well, it depends on I guess probably who you talk to, but I thought I saw eight, but top ten uh, nonetheless. Um, I also want to uh,
3: I want to play that signing day video.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. There's twelve. Yeah, they have twelve uh, wide receivers on their roster right now. They uh, last month I would bring up they uh, signed five new wide receivers. Uh, right. Two, oh, two, two big ones from. Signing day, I believe. No. Was it five? Yeah, five. No, three from signing day and two from the transfer portal. Bo Collins uh, and uh, the guy from FSU. No mention of this guy you keep talking about from uh, Wake Forest either, by the way. Uh, not, I'm sorry, not FSU. I, he,
3: he never signed. Good. So I don't know if, if he ever – if he didn't – I don't know what happened. Did you, you did see that uh, uh, Dante Moore ended up going to Oregon, though.
2: Oh, did he? Okay, yep. which is the other school he yeah. was looking. Which at. Which he's right?
3: going to sit. He's going to sit for another year because uh, the Oklahoma quarterback transferred there. So I don't know. It's a weird. He he. Now originally he had transferred to, um, or from Oregon. Mm-hmm. So that's it's kind of crazy to think that you know. The fact that you started at Oregon and then last minute you decided to transfer to UCLA and then you get done with UCLA and then you come back and now you're back with Oregon. Uh, I don't know. This seems kind of crazy. To it's me. it's, anyways, it's the only thing um, crazier
2: is leaving Notre Dame, going to Alabama and then coming back to Notre Dame as a lacrosse player.
3: <laughs> Did that, that too. Same thing. Only different sport than anyway. Tyler Buckner.
2: All right. So um,
3: here's the video. If you haven't seen it, uh, check it out. Um, oh, we're going to play it anyways. Cause I think it's just a. A great great video uh clutch you're the one who shared it i didn't even, i didn't even see this on signing day um let's take a look at this uh da, 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 from youtube and the notre dame um i forgot what the digital media whatever they call themselves uh here it is in all its entirety
1: the Max stakes Max. just got higher the risks are more serious.
3: Yeah, I'm on my way.
1: Each move we make must be orchestrated to perfection. And that's why I brought you here today.
0: Breaking news, top experts are discovering vaults all over the country. What is inside these vaults has yet to be confirmed, but these experts are speculating the that footage. whomever unlocks these vaults will reveal unimaginable treasures.
1: Scattered all around the country, are vaults built with indestructible concrete, guarded by next generation security tech. Lot of money put in. Lot the of money. Most nuclear missile silos. Everybody wants what's inside there. You talking because of all the gold bars they use?
0: Right?
1: Sounds like a walk in oh, the that, park. What's that? Talking huh?
2: because of all the gold bars they use and they first.
1: We must pinpoint what? the exact location so I gotta of this each vault. Is it done? Good. Once we discover its location, we will infiltrate the
2: impassable. a lot of money is put crack in. in a the all the gold bars
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Any questions? Production How many belt. of these I vaults mean, are we going this for? Takes a... And which ones? Not all of them. This takes some time. Just the right ones. Because when this is over, gentlemen, Look at Gino. no Gino's one. Like, and I mean, no one will be able to stop us. What's, What's in these vaults anyway? 24 karat gold.
0: Mission Intel, loading. CJ Carr. Aeneas Williams. Kennedy Urlacher. Anthony Knapp.
2: Dan Williams, that's Cam the dog Evans. right there.
0: Styles Prescott. Kimston Villiamuaza. Tay Johnson. Peter Jones. Gerby Lambert. Taebong Benny Powell. Teddy Rizak. Cole Mullins. Logan Saldate. Hedrick Young. Leonard Moore. Logan Thomas. Micah Gilbert. Carson Hobbs. Requesting permission to challenge everything. Unit strength confirmed. Competitive spirit engaged. Bryce Young. Bodie Calhoun, Sean Savillano, Junior Jack Larson.
2: Here come the Irish.
3: That was a pretty sweet video. I mean. Can you get recruits excited about doing a really great video? I guess. I mean, I don't know.
2: So something I want to put, point out there before we move on from. Uh, sure. Uh, I already forgot his name. What's his offensive coordinator's name? Offensive coordinator? Mike Dun- Dunbrock. Dunbrock. So saw a little tweet from one of these Notre Dame writers uh, today. Dunbrock was the tight ends coach two decades ago for, I believe it's Eli Raridan's. Dad, so he's not only going to be the co- coach wow. for that hit, Eli Raritan, but also he was his the, his dad's coach. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying I'm I'm not real excited about Dunbrock. I here's one thing. Here's one thing that I don't quite get. What are most of these coordinators, as they progress through their career, what do they, especially on the offensive side, what do you see them do? They start off as a grad assistant. And you see him as some like shit coach, like uh, long snapper coach. And then they work their way up. And then they're like a wide receiver coach. And then maybe tight end. And then offensive line coach. And then eventually they're offensive coordinator. Something like that. Some kind of evolution. But what's at the end of that? It's usually a dabbling in head coaching side. I don't think Dunbrock has ever done that. And why? Is it, it could be that he just doesn't have the desire to be a head coach. But the fact that he's never even, they ne- no one's even ever ever allured uh, him out of a coaching position to be a head coach somewhere, even to lose miserably for a year or two, kind of got to me scratching my head. Like, hey, if somebody see something that you know that uh, Freeman's not seeing? That maybe he just isn't that Kelly didn't care about because Kelly was real, didn't want to put any effort into it. Let me just grab somebody money. that's I know, get somebody from Cincinnati, money. bring him in, done. So money. You think it's money? money? It's totally money. This, and now I'm
3: I'm reading slap the sign. Notre Dame football gives record-setting deal. As a matter of form, Notre Dame simply did not give its football systems long-term deals until very recently. It was only it was only Al Golden and former offensive coordinator Tommy Reese who even got three-year deals. It's apparent that Marcus Freeman is dragging the football program into the present, kicking and screaming. However, he is bringing some serious talent into town in order to upgrade his assistant coaching staff. While it appears the length of the deal are now not known, it is not clear how much Dembrock is making. It seems extremely like he's making a pretty penny. Well, so... Hold on. He's, he never signed it, but he was in line to make $1.8 million this year at LSU. Oh,
2: so they went over so that.
3: How do how do you take a guy from LSU away from $1.8 million?
2: Money. Yeah, it is. But I still I don't, don't understand know. why he's never been a head coach or even dabbled you, in it. And you'll never know because Notre Dame a private university. And they, right. they don't release that. So. Right. Here's the other thing, too, is, um, you know, And I'm just hypothesizing here, but if you get some young guys doing some of the position coaching uh, spots, they can – Dunbrock's been around the block for decades. We've seen that. We've talked about that, about where he's coached at they may absorb a little bit of his good features. And then when he's gone, you've got some young talent there that maybe are like, yeah, Dunbrock was good at this, but you know what? I'm thinking we could do this and flip it around. And you know, that, that creative thinking kind of happens and that, that, and then you start this coaching tree, Freeman coaching tree kind of starts to evolve. So maybe. Well, I'll tell you right now, Al golden
3: is not a young pop either. Al golden. How old is Al golden? But he turned out to be one of the, better defensive coordinators in college football this year. Uh, He had the number one defensive player this year in Xavier Watts. Uh, Al Golden is 54 years old, so he's not that far away from uh, Mike Dembrock, who is 59, 60, whatever. I'm not sure, but I think
2: he's old enough to have 40 40 second farts.
3: 40 second farts, right. And uh, so, I mean, I think these, these older guys, have knowledge in their, you know, and uh, and can adapt to the new style of college football. Um, he's got he's got quarterbacks. He's got Riley Leonard. What can he do with Riley Leonard? What can he do with Steve Angeli developing him? Or, in that sense, C.J. Carr. That's another thing too. How long does he have left? Or I, I guess in his uh, in his coaching career, maybe maybe three, four years or whatever, but that's enough to get through CJ Carr and do uh night. I think Notre Dame is going to have a decent offense uh, coming up and, and they're, they're not taking this lightly as far as uh, uh, paying these assistant coaches uh, more money because they saw what happens. You, you got to settle for your tight ends coach, Gerald Parker, who uh, luckily was hired by Troy um, and they play today actually are playing right Getting now. Getting their ass handed Duke. to him by Duke. Oh, nice. Is, is uh, Gerald Parker coaching?
2: No. Uh, I don't know, but I know the Duke coach is not. He's up in the – they showed him up earlier, the new Duke coach. He's up in the stands watching, which is odd. I don't I don't know why they did that. Maybe because they already announced a interim coach uh, for the bowl game, and then he came in afterwards, so maybe that's why.
3: So the one thing you did mention, I think you did mention last week about um, getting some of these guys to play during the bowl game next week, um quarterbacks especially Riley Leonard cannot play he's he is he is not eligible to play in the bull game so you got to wait until next year to see you, him early And you wouldn't game. want to see Carr playing it's yeah, even if you can CJ Carr and, and CJ Carr he can't play he's not eligible to play either so all you're going to see is Angeli and um and, she, and uh and Minchie. I'd
2: put Minchie in there. Screw the damn. You're not going to. He gets hurt, he gets hurt, but just throw him in there. Get him. Mix some stuff up, I guess. Um, don't hold back. You know, be. For, the go, bo, somebody said that the bowl game is like the fall spring game. It's like because everyone starts. There's so much, so many moving parts, people leaving and coming and all this stuff. Good. Get crazy. You get crazy in the spring game, although you're playing your own defense. But get crazy in the bowl game. Make it entertaining. You know, have a blast. Get Menchie in there and see what he can do. If he throws some interception, pull, put peanut butter and jelly back in there. I don't know. That's why I'm not a coach. But I'm just armchair quarterbacking. I guess. But
3: no, I I agree. Um, they they need to experiment a little uh, during this bowl game. Listen. Oregon State's not coming with their best. They don't even have a quarterback. Uh, uh, what? They have a third-string quarterback?
2: Yeah, I believe so. Third yeah, the quarterback first and be second starting, transferred. So. Yeah,
3: it might be a little ugly of a game, but um, we'll see. Uh, but let's transition to the basketball side of things. Yeah,
2: let's do that because I want to bitch for the next thirty minutes. No,
3: I don't. Well, as we know, uh, uh, Notre Dame uh, hit an all-time low this week when they lost. To Citadel, um, and that score was sixty-five to forty-five. They got blown out by twenty points. That wasn't the real shocker in the stats themselves. Notre Dame had a record low of twelve point five percent shooting from three-point range. They played Marist last night, did a little bit better, but didn't look always look that great. They won by four against Marist who actually Marist had a winning record and has done pretty well this year. Um, and they shot a little bit better, 37.5% from three point 40% from, uh, from, uh, from field goal uh, percentage and, uh, 90% from the free throw line. Um, what's the problem? What's the true problem with this team The I, I think, um, I think, what's his name? The youngest guy, what's his name? Burton, uh, Burton nailed, nailed, nailed it on the head during the post game interview yesterday. He said, no, we are, we're still learning about each other. We're still trying to, you know, gel as a team. Cause they asked him point blank. Well, I mean, you know, do you feel like there's a, a you know, a connection here with other guys? And he said, not yet. So, and I don't think there is either. You can tell they just, they look like a bunch of guys, who are playing pickup basketball together for the first mm-hmm. time?
2: Yeah, yeah, they look like they're you're down at the YMCA, and uh, they're just playing a pickup game. And only three of them, three of them came in one car, and the other two just kind of their moms there working out on a treadmill. So they figured they'd go down and run a couple games. I mean, it's they. I was talking you. I was talking to you before the we went live, and I think it's three things. I think obviously it's a, all of them being kind of young. Uh, and unexperienced, even the people that the players on the team that have had a couple of years, like uh, G, uh, Koninsky or Kaninsky or whatever it's called, Kon Linsky or whatever his name is, Jr. Yeah, him yeah. and uh, maybe is it Nai, Nai- Keba?
3: Yeah, that well, well, no, that's number 14. That's the guy that you don't like,
2: right? But but like him and Jr, they're they've got a couple years on them, you know, a couple years playing it, uh, Correct, but they they don't. Neither one of them look like really leaders, and they don't have a lot of playing time prior to this year. So none of them are veterans. They're all some of them are a lot of them are freshmen, and it's none of them no leader Yeah, there's just no leadership, and I don't think like I said before, and I think that's what I was referring to a couple episodes ago about, about having no personality. Um, I see some energy with Jr. He goes up. He had some sweet moves in that um, uh, in that game against uh, um Citadel he his problem is consistency because he was a he only had 5 points in the next game where he had uh how many points did he have in the in the Citadel game he had uh two, 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 six, 18 so he just fell asleep he falls asleep in games um same with Burton Burton's hot and cold too as far as that goes but they just don't they just don't have any energy um yeah i don't like i don't like Keba at all um defense, he looks decent he goes you watch him on offense and after i told you that and we were watching the game last night i said watch him he he' he just he it's he's clumsy he doesn't get in the right position like he tries to back in and the ball comes to him and then he just kind of like loses the grip on the ball kicks it out of bounds and like he just is it's that right there it's just like i don't know what his problem is I and mean, somebody would say well he was hurt but at one point, and he's just trying to get back in. I'm like, "Well, get back in the game. You've had practices, you've had games already. Let's go." Because you look like a fool. Davis is coming around. I like him. Booth doesn't. Booth looks soft. I mean, he scores, but he, I don't. Some. I, I mean, I could rip all the, rip something about all these guys. I don't. And Shrewsbury's the other one. Shrewsbury should not be on. the – He should be deep in the bench. He at times his awkward jump shot. His um, he came down that one time. On, and I texted you. He came down. Took, they took the ball down. He dribbled down. Never squares. And he just he launched a shot like it was like two seconds left in the game. Yeah, and he and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? It's like there's like five minutes left in the game, and you just launched it. You didn't even try to throw it to anybody. You weren't even on the three-point line. You were like 10 feet back. And then he and he, and he takes that step. He takes like an awkward step forward when he launches. He doesn't square up to the basket. He does. Um, I don't know how you could be a coach's son and the coach lets you go that long with that awkward ass shooting style and he doesn't get on you by, square the fuck up, boy. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> right. I mean, shit. Take him home. I mean, he's probably living with dad anyways.
3: But here, it's a sharp contrast between um, Micaiah Shrewsbury's first season and Mike Bray's first season. Mike Bray, in this first season, he won the Big East. West Division uh, title, regular season title,
2: um, and a Big East. Check this, this is out. It was a Big East, and it was badass back then.
3: Well, check this out. His uh, his first his roster coming in the first year: Troy Murphy, Junior; David Graves, Junior; Ryan Humphrey, Junior; oh. Matt Carroll, Sophomore; Martin Inglesby, Senior. We know Martin Inglesby very well. Harold Schw- uh, Swanigan, Junior. All this leadership, yeah. on this team. These guys had so much leadership to look to, not only with Martin Inglesby, because Martin Inglesby was probably the stone, the center stone in this piece right here. Um, and then Troy Murphy being, you know, going to go to the NBA in a few years after that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't even think he played his senior year. So this would have been his last yeah. year uh, playing for Notre Dame. And, uh, and so they had plenty, plenty of, 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 of leadership or at least guys with with a few years in their back. Notre name doesn't have that. They they do not have that. There's no guy to really look to other than the coach for leadership. And when you don't have somebody you can look to, or at least a guy that comes at you in the locker room like after a game and says, What the hell's going on, dude? And you, you know, as like a teammate, not just a coach, a teammate, and saying something that's um it's hard to build throughout the season, it's hard to gel to mesh to do anything when you don't have that leadership and that's what that's what's happening right now it's these guys are just learning how to play with each other and it's tough it's tough because you just you know i mean a lot of guys just want to go like a, like a marcus burton as a freshman he's probably the best player on the team do you think we're going to call marcus burton the, the best player on the team
2: uh and, yeah i would say and, that.
3: and that's a, and he's a freshman and he's and he's not he's not spectacular. Yes, he's a good guard. He's great guard. I think he's a good, really solid guard, and he's a def, definitely going to learn down the road and, and get better. But I don't think he's like one of the top freshmen right now. May I don't know. I don't Score-wise, know. Scoring wise, he's number five. in NCA. Th- NCA.
2: I think he's number five in scoring as freshman. Okay. So.
3: But well, it. But again, like, I, I, how, what is he in assists? Because that that stat line should be up there too. Or because ter- he's a guard. Turnovers. He, 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 I mean, yeah. He's had some turnovers. So again. Like man, I'm, I'm not going to like you know, I'm, I'm excited for this team. I am because it's new blood and it's like people that we haven't seen. It's a new coach. I told you that last week. I'm excited. I still, I'm still excited, but I want to see these guys start playing well together. And, um, yeah, it's a lot different for Mekhi Shrewsbury and Mike Bray when he started some 23 years ago back in 2000.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I would say you know we were also last night uh, complaining about um, you know why he hasn't picked, why he didn't pick people up from the transfer portal. But I'm looking back, it looks like he was he came on board in July of last year. Shrewsbury did as the yeah. coach, and the transfer portal everything was closing up. People were already being signed back in March and April, and mm-hmm. even a little bit in May. Um. So there, well, and that's the thing is that
3: is that Mike Bray held on until the final moment, <laughs> the final moment, and finally resigned. It kind of we kind of knew, but Notre Dame also did too. They kind of waited because they're I think they were waiting for Shrewsbury, and Shrewsbury was in the tournament. He was well... in the tournament, so he we we had to we had to wait until the tournament was when Penn State was done with the tournament until we could we could actually talk to him and and uh, and try to get him to come to Notre Dame. Yeah. So. A little late, you're right. A little late, and um, he—I think he did his best to bring some of his guys from Penn State. I think he did his best, um, you know, in trying to recruit some players or at least keep, keeping some of those recruits that Bray already had locked on. They got talent. I—they definitely have talent. It's just they—they they, got to play well as a team. If they're not gelling as a team, you're not going to go anywhere.
2: I, de- I, in- I definitely think he needs to hit the transfer portal this year just to get some. Just get a, get like two players that are you know um older got some got some veteran leadership to get him on there and gel and i think he just need he needs some guys that have some like you know person some energy i mean these guys some go balls. running up and down the court and it's like balls balls yeah it's i mean i saw one time i texted you because davis went up and sh- he shoved a guy with his forearm and pushed the guy out of bounds they didn't call a foul and then he turned around and went up for a shot right after that and got fouled um and I don't think he made the shot, and he turned. Maybe he did. He turned around and he he got in the huddle with his teammates, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and he's like, "He's his head's like sunken down. Like, oh man, I'm sorry." Who was like, that Najee? I'm like, who "What is that? your What's deal, that? like, David? That was, was Davis at was it? one time. Yeah, it was just, Davis. Yeah. yeah, he. I don't know what his deal was. His head was all sunk down, like he was embarrassed or something. Like, where's the where's the energy in his team? I know. It's just not. Well, and not and Nage, I remember there was a rebound
3: that came out kind of far, but it he was he was tracking it and he was running and a guard came up. They both had the ball. I mean, both placed their hand on the ball when the kind of came over the shoulder mm-hmm. or whatever, Najee's shoulder, and, and the guard, almost right into the guard's hands, but Najee had a hand of it too. Guess who got the ball? Yeah, the guard probably. The yeah. guard. The guard. I mean, come on! You can't, you can't let that shit happen. Mm-hmm. You cannot. You gotta play tough, and you gotta play tough at yeah. home. I'm sorry, but you gotta play tough at home, man. You gotta play tough all the time. But you, you can't show weakness, especially when you're a, when you're a. How tall is uh, is Najee? He's pretty damn tall. I mean, he's a forward. You can't let a guard take the ball.
2: He, uh, one time, he, I was watching him. He went down on uh, offense, and he got uh, in front of his defender, got his like almost like blocking out. He was along the baseline looking across down the baseline. Basket was in front of him, had to, was in front of his defender. The ball started to come down to the corner. And at that time, his defender spun around, got in front of him, and another guy got in front of the defender. So he had two, all of a sudden, in a snap of the fingers, he's just standing there, and he had two defenders in front of him underneath the basket. The ball went up, you know, whoever shot it missed, and they and the defender got the rebound. And I'm like, like you were, you start off good. And then all of a sudden it's like you fell asleep and just let them push you out of the way because they knew they at that time when you got in front of them that wasn't a critical part of the, of the of the play. They're as soon as the ball looks like it's getting ready to come to the basket or they're attacking the basket, those defenders make their move and he just is like, "Oh, what's going on?" and got pushed out of the way. I don't I don't understand how Shrewsbury brought him with brought him with him. Didn't he he came from Penn State, right? Naji, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I don't know. And, and shoes. So Shrewsbury and Najee are both from Penn State, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. So here's here's one thing. Uh, so the, the, they have the highlights up on YouTube, and the first there's only one comment. <laughs> only one comment. In fact, there's only how many views are there? Not many. Okay, maybe almost seven hundred oh. views. But it says, Co- Coach Shrewsbury has no energy as a coach. He is overweight and stands on the side of the doing nothing, and that doesn't sit well with me. If he wants to go into the transfer portal or back to wherever he came from, the fans will help him fill out the paperwork. The four-point victory is unacceptable. He is filling in the shoes of the winningest coach in program history, and he ain't going to make it in this program. Now, again, I, I – yeah? Ooh. I mean – I don't Shrew- think, yeah Shrewsbury did rip his team he ripped his team the, when when they lost to twenty by twenty and only scored forty five points twelve point five percent for three point land he ripped his team he said we're gonna build a culture and if you don't want to be part of it, get the fuck out and I thought that was pretty cool, but again, like I didn't see that team be all energetic when they came out to play you know no. marist i I didn't <laughs> That's I think Tay Davis, Tay well, I think we we both discussed this on text. Tay Davis, you keep Tay Davis, uh Marcus Burton, um who's the who's the the kid from Northwestern that's uh hurt right now? Uh um um Roper. Yeah, Roper, Julian Roper, you keep him. Um
2: uh, you know Put JR in. J I think JR Burton Davis.
3: JR for sure JR J. for sure and then um and then who's the other guy? There's um there's a Tay Davis, and then there's a Booth. Maybe, maybe Booth. Maybe Booth. Booth and Zona, got maybe,
2: but Zona's.
3: But, but, like, everybody else is like his son. I don't I don't get, you know, his son can get hot here and there, but I, I don't like the way his son's playing. I don't like the way he's he's putting his son in to start some game. I don't know if he started this no, game. No, he did
2: not. I noticed that. But
3: he had been starting, and I'm like, what is this, man? J.R. Burton. Like nepo- nepotism here. I mean, it's, dude, your son. I mean, put him on the bench. Yeah,
2: and he did. Jr. Let him work his way. Jr. Burton, Keba, Booth, and Davis started. So, uh, yeah, and they didn't. He didn't play that many people in this game either. Shrewsbury came in off the bench. Zona and Imes. and that's because the Citadel uh, game. He was throwing everybody in to try to get, get them like sparked up, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I mean, he's going to build a culture. It's how long does that culture take to build? Because if it takes too long, Notre Dame's going to be like, "Yeah, you're out." And he's, I think he's got some good history. He's got some, you know, he's he hasn't had a lot of good success at a high level. It's been what Butler, uh, IUSB is that where he was at before that? And then uh, Penn State, and uh, there might be some stuff I'm missing there. Butler was an assistant, I think, but they went to the championship, didn't they? Um, yeah, well, it,
3: but he built, he built uh, Penn State up. I don't. Know. It was
2: only two years he was there, though.
3: Yeah, well, you know, maybe we get need to give him a second year here and figure. He out, needs is he? I'd out. like to know
2: how's he doing on on recruiting, and then let's see what he does with the transfer portal.
3: Well, we have we have Sir Muhammad who's coming in next year. Um, another guy from the IMG, um, Cole Coletta, or something like that. Uh, they got some talent. Deuce, they yeah, need to get Cole... Deuce
2: McKnight to come in and play.
3: Yeah. This. Um, let me uh, no. they got see. I did the same thing you did. I call. There. I called
2: him McKnight, Deuce Knight.
3: So here, here they got. They have three guys coming in in 2024. If I can select this, 2024, uh, Sir Muhammad, which is uh, he's ranked. He's a small forward, six seven, two hundred five, ranked. Not at like a 93 rating. Um, and then Cole Sorda. Sorry, I said something else. Cole Serta. Uh, he's a 6'4 guard, uh, shooting guard, 165 pounds, 91 rating, and Garrett Sundra, 610,
2: 215 power forward with an eighty-eight rating. So that, that sounds like Swanigan right there. Put him in the middle of the floor for those those half court. Well, I mean, this, the
3: young, it looks like the young white skinny kid, Mm. um, Garrett Sundra and and they're this, but the Sir Muhammad looks pretty decent. I I shared some video with you last night. Uh, he can pass, he can score, he can shoot. Um, I think he's going to be at six, seven small forward. I like to see those big guys that can shoot and drive and and pass and all and do everything. So, um, I don't know let's see uh let's see if they have any anybody else looking into the future um as far as like 2025 it's a couple of years away so, but no no results for the 2045 so they're not got anybody on the horizon so yet. just
2: to point out i think why he starts his son in some games is because depending on the lineup that they're going up against, he'll, uh sure. against Citadel, it looks like he started three guards and two forwards. And then when he went up against Maris, he went three forwards, two guards, but I'll tell you right now, I'd rather have Ims in there than Shrewsbury. So put yeah. Ims in and as a guard. D- d- I'm a freshman, right? Uh yeah. I don't know. No, I think, he,
3: I think he's a freshman. Um
2: He, uh... he, yeah, you're right. He is a freshman. Yep. Oh, wow, he looks kinda like uh the, the Irish kid that went to uh where'd he go? He transferred from Notre Dame. The guy always thought should have been a boxer. Uh what was his name? He went to, he did he go um, to Duke or North Carolina or something like that. I don't remember this. I saw a highlight the other night, wherever school he was at, and he knocked he he screwed up, knocked the ball out of bounds at a crucial time or something like that. I forget his name. But I don't uh played on the team last year, anyways. He looks just like him kinda in the face. Oh,
3: the, the do you, the guy from um Citadel? Did you see that that guy?
2: Mm-mm.
3: We had a guy last year, a oh, guard yeah, yeah. that went to the Citadel and he, he uh, wrote and the bench at Notre up, Dame or something, yeah. And he ended up what did he score? What was his? Uh, I'm just pulling that up right now. Elijah Morgan, Elijah uh, Morgan, nineteen points, three rebounds, three assists. He played pretty damn decent, and he was hitting shots, and I was like. Well, and I remember this kid. I do remember this kid playing um, in you know in crap minutes, and he got to keep these guys. I don't well, keep, you do,
2: but again, keep in mind that Notre Dame is playing at such a low level that it makes him look that much better. Um, I'm telling you right now, okay. unless they play at the at the level of competition, which I've seen teams do, meaning that when this ACC play starts up, they'll. Their game will raise up. They'll still lose but play at a better level, but I doubt it. I think you're going to see some crushing defeats here in the next upcoming weeks, just teams rolling into town and just dominating the the Irish big time because they they can't handle these little uh, small schools at all. And, you know, Duke's going to roll in. North Carolina's going to roll in and just dominate Clemson, all these teams. So, um, And that's what's going to be scary if,
3: if – into a point when we get into the ACC and they're, and they're getting blasted by 30, 40 points. Mm. I said, 40, hopefully it's not 40, but who knows? Um, Any Christmas wishes out there? Uh, I guess when this uh, gets released, it'll probably be Christmas day, maybe Christmas Eve. Maybe I'll get it out tomorrow.
2: Um, So do you have any Christmas wishes? Uh, Yeah. I want to see an exciting uh, Notre Dame bowl game next, uh, next Friday. I don't want to see some boring 6-3 uh, to three game uh, that everyone played um, conservatively just because they didn't want to hurt anybody or anything. You know, they didn't want well, to. Well, the last two bowl games
3: that, that Marcus Freeman coached in Notre Dame um, were pretty exciting, I thought. La- last year was what, Iowa, Iowa State did we play? Uh... Um and, and and that went down to the wire. And then uh, the year before that was against Oklahoma State and went down to the wire. We had a, like a 20-point lead and we lost it. Um, so last year, no, South Carolina, my bad. It wasn't Iowa um, State. It was South Carolina and we, we won 45 to 38. A lot of points scored. I don't know. Yes, I like an entertaining uh, bowl game as well. Notre Dame obviously it can score points, uh, but I'd like to see Steve Angeli develop. I'd like to see Minchie develop, and, uh, and some of these other guys too. We're going to see a lot of new faces, uh, offensive linemen that we've never seen, uh, probably tight ends, so um, and running backs too. Without Audrey Castame in there, and he's off to the NFL, so it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see who we have coming into next year. And see some of the shining stars uh, that will develop in the next few months, not yeah. only uh, next week, uh, but in coming up in in April when we uh, play in the spring game. We'll see. And then we got a long four or five months before season starts. So quite a was quite a ways away from that. But uh, clutch, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We got Notre Dame basketball to talk about after. After this bowl game is done, we'll talk recruiting as well. Notre Dame recruiting. We'll talk about spring game coming up in April, but we'll be relying heavily on the basketball team. <laughs> it's gonna we be will shit be
2: at the game next Saturday against number twenty-two <laughs> yeah. Virginia.
3: Oh my! So wow. Yeah. Well, if they can upset Virginia, that would help. Who knows? Yeah, I doubt that. Who knows? But I, 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 you know what I see coming. I see one thing coming next week. I'm gonna this 40 seconds out. Now, the funny thing is is that like if Riverside won't play this fucking fart, like they didn't play my song last week when I s- played the song. Well, I noticed it. That- so we could be listening to nothing. I'll have to add it later, and that's going to suck.
2: <laughs> well, I noticed I opened a beer in one of the episodes, past episodes, and the audio scrubbing scrubbed it right out. Like all you heard was the initial click, and then no- nothing after like the after that. It just scrubbed it right <laughs> out. I was like, what happened? It was just a like, click.
3: I'll send my sound guy over there next right. next yeah. next week. All right, Clutch. Appreciate your time, and we'll see you next week. Go Irish. Go Irish!